welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hello, spiritual trailblazers, and welcome to this bonus episode. Happy birthday, Tia. Tia turns 35, and she has eight things to say about it. Uh, So this is an episode that is near and dear to my heart because I really take time to appreciate my birthday and to share the value, how it can really impact other people's lives when they share their birthdays, or at least celebrate it, acknowledge it in some way, shape, or form. Also, my best friend is here to help me celebrate this time (laughs) virtually (laughs) in this crazy 2020 lifestyle. So uh, just a little background with the number eight, because you may be thinking, well, wait a minute, she's turning 35. Thank God she's not doing 35 points. (laughs) Eight is there because five plus three equals eight. Um, is short. I can easily address some of the things I have on my mind. Caroline can, of course, chime in and remind me about some things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, it, it's a cool way to help you to remember, hey, you know what? Maybe I do need to change my perspective a little bit in eight neat ways. All right, so let's get started. Okay, so if you think of any 30-ish memes, uh, uh, learned what I can learn now, or what can I tell my younger self, or just a little bit of inappropriateness because that's what happens when you get older. You're in the right spot. <laughs> so I have some some bullet points here I want to go over, and I hope this helps you. And if you feel like, oh, I had an aha moment, please stop by my Instagram. Let me know on my last Instagram post at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. So the first point I have here is to accept yourself so you know that you are enough. And this is something that really just over time start to solidify in my mind. Um, I talked about this before here and there where my accolades were my identity. And that's how I felt like I was enough. But over the years, uh, especially meeting Caroline and definitely chime in, I learned uh, ways I can just be myself (laughs) and just accept who I am. Uh, So when I do that, I realized that I can create my own space, my own space where people will be drawn to me, where they can just get me. But also it makes me comfortable in my own skin. So Mm -hmm. that's something that, yeah, that's something that definitely comes with age. However, we can learn that early on if we just pass the word, right? I don't want to be one of those people when I turn, you know, 90 and someone asks you, hey, you've seen a lot. You lived through many decades. Give us top 10 things. So I want to share this with you now so you can share it with someone else and they can share it with someone who's like 18 years old. (laughs) You know, Tia, you said something about that comes with age. And I think that's definitely true. You know, accepting yourself and just being who you are does come with age and you feel more comfortable in your skin the older you get um, and with new life lessons. But I will say a couple of things, you know, especially when you're in your 20s, you know, looking back, 
me and you met when I was around 22, you were around 23. And we've obviously both grown very, you know, very much since we've met each other, our lives, our careers, our personalities. Um, but there are two real main takeaways is one, knowing that, you know, you can be exactly who you are and you will become someone different um, in time. And that's okay. And just accepting who you are, flaws and all, knowing that there's still time to become who you want to be, you know, and being okay with that. And then the only other thing I would really say is about accepting yourself is it's very easy to accept yourself. Um, if you find some amazing friends and hold on to them, you know, I think when we talk about how do you accept yourself, part of that is being having that safe space to be you. And I know for, and you know, maybe it's just on my end, but for me, I feel the older I've gotten, you know, I have some really close friends and family, um, only a handful, maybe about 10 that I've known forever and we've been really close. And that gives me the space to be who I am because I don't need to impress them. Um, they've been there with me when I had an amazing job, when I haven't had a job, when you know I've been in a great relationship, when I didn't have a relationship. So being finding people who just love you and support you for who you are will help you explore exactly who you are. So I, I will say, you know, because I'm on this podcast and we're best friends, part of the way that you can really help accelerate accepting yourself is to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people you feel comfortable. Mm, yeah, that's so powerful. And I really love how you really emphasize on a, a safe space to be you. That's so important. And that's something I didn't realize some people didn't have, uh, e even in some adulthood. And when we reach our adulthood, it's almost like we got to find a, a new safe space at times because like you said, we're constantly growing and it's so easy to forget that we need that amongst people who truly want to help us succeed and, and love us. So yeah, that's perfect. So the next point, always be cultivating. And I got this from, I saw this, it's from a movie and I can't think of the name, but I saw it on YouTube years ago. And uh, it's the saying goes like, always be closing. Coffee is for closers. And while I was trying to figure out content for this episode, always be cultivating came to mind. And I thought about this, like, okay, what am I cultivating? What, what is it? Because when you're in your thirties, you look at life differently. And when you are thinking, okay, well, what do I want my life to look like? Or am I even happy where I'm at now? And if not, what do I need to do to cultivate that growth? And I'm like, oh, that's it. So I just wanted to give you some examples of how I was able to cultivate uh, like amazing friendships and just actually cultivate the first friendship I really need is with myself. Because if I can't really develop that, you know, loving myself and being kind to myself, I can't be kind to other people. So one thing I learned is that I really need to dive into what makes me light up, not just necessarily, oh, I like to go bike riding or something like that. Something that hours can go by and I wouldn't know. 
something that I can talk about for days and out because that is something that fuels my soul. It stimulates my mind and I don't have a problem sharing that information to help other people to grow or even to get to know me a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So Tia, besides, you know, cultivating that relationship with yourself, what else do you think you've really cultivated, you know, over the last, because I mean, I know I've seen you kind of progress and grow. What do you feel like you're cultivating as far as your business? With, with my business, I, I was focusing or I have cultivated um, a foundation where I have, I have a go-to. I have a, okay, I, for example, the, the first book I wrote, I still go back and reference that. So I feel like with my business, in some ways, I cultivated roots that will remind me of who I am, will remind me of the possibilities of what I can do. And uh, with that, it's like a, a flower that just fully grown and I can focus on other things. So I, I think with my business, I, I was able to cultivate it to a, a place where it's, do, it's, it's on its own, but is also serving as a kind reminder to me whenever I fall off the wagon. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> no, no, that, that was a great question. I like that because I had to think, I'm like, wait a minute. Hmm, I wonder. Oh, and by the way, Caroline does not submit any questions to me. <laughs> No, I didn't. We decided to do this, you know, and just kind of ask her questions off the fly like we did a few years ago. A few years ago, right, T? Like, right, right. And I will look up that uh, episode number and I'm going to put it in a description of this uh, podcast episode. I was trying to find it before we were recording, but one of those things happened where you're looking too hard, you can't find it. Yeah, yeah. So no worries, guys. It will be in the description of this episode. On that episode, Tia, just, I, I don't remember what you titled it, but it was like Juicy Conversations or something. Yeah, it was and something like that. <laughs> ask me whatever, com- whatever comes into your mind. And you said, I don't know what to ask you. <laughs> well, well, the part of the problem is, is like, I've known Tia so long that if she goes, ask me whatever you think no one knows, it's like, I know a lot of things that no one knows. Let's do it. I think, I think we, uh, we... We had a lot of juicy topics come up, I guess. I think uh, Caroline and I will do a movie one day and um, we'll, we'll put a disclaimer loosely based off of our 20s. <laughs> I don't think it needs to be loosely based off our 20s because our 20s were, we had a lot of fun. And again, going back to, to the first point about accepting yourself, me and Tia, we met each other in the beginning of our 20s and we connected like very quickly. Um, I think Tia was probably like one of the first people who have ever seen me cry. Not that I cry a lot, but, um, you know, and so that just kind of shows how like close we were, but we've had a a lot of good times. And again, part of being able to accept yourself um, faster and not be so ill in, I, I can't say the word, but not to be more tolerant of yourself. It's just, it's easier when you have someone who's holding up a mirror for you. And for the record, Caroline is a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's so true. Um, yeah. The, the growth I, I underwent over the years, I would say has 
has been, in, in my opinion, phenomenal because it's not something that one, I was expecting to do. And I use my teeth getting fixed as a prime example. I mean, I used to Photoshop my teeth and people laugh at that because probably because I use the word Photoshop. They're like, oh my God, you're really old. <laughs> no, it's face two now. But uh, my teeth were crooked and I was so self-conscious of that, but I still put myself out there. And one of the reasons is because I had people like Carolyn, I was like, you know, come on, we're going out to the club. I'm like, oh, snap. Okay, well, I got to like smile on this side. <laughs> we got to stand this way. Um, but then it, it was the nudge to find like, you know what, Tia, this is me talking to myself in the mirror. All right, look, you, you got to get your teeth fixed. You're like, now is the time. It's, we need to do this. No more Photoshop. You know, once you get tired of something, then change happens. But you, you do need someone to give you a little push every now and then. Yep. So, yeah, here I am. I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's why I think number two may be my favorite point out of this is to always be cultivating because I feel like with that, you're, you're always going to be growing. And, and it's okay to have, like, like I used the reference of the fully grown flower, and that could be in your garden for a while, and then you can move on to the next thing. And, and that's what I, I really like is the people who I surround myself with and and the personal growth I've done over the years. And it looks different for everyone else. So that's a little, that's one of the reasons why I'm not too specific on everything I've done because it looks different for everyone else. And I even said this about spirituality on my previous episodes. It looks different for different people, okay? So spirituality to you may be uh, doing yoga, deep meditation, learning Reiki. And for someone else, it could be, drinking spirits <laughs> okay you know drinking your your wine your alcohol cussing but you go on retreats it's, it's different for everybody so the third point what i think about 35 i put this in here because that's a common question you get especially once you hit 30 no one says this when you I don't want to say no one, but I don't recall when I turned 21, people was like, how is it? Ah, you're 21. <laughs> Nothing of oh. the sort happened. <laughs> I didn't, you say something, Caroline? I just, I did not say anything. <laughs> what was the noise people said when they uh, asked you how it feels to be? Like, ah. <laughs> I wish you could see the dance I'm doing. Yeah, it was not like that at all. <laughs> But uh, I really don't think much about 35. And to tell you the truth, I stopped counting at 25 because I figured I hit all the milestones. Was it uh, you can get a job when you're 14? You can, what, vote at 18, legally drink at 21? So I, and 25 is when your, what, auto insurance gets lower. I just stopped counting at 25. Uh, But (laughs) one of the reasons why the 30s just overall haven't been this, oh my God, like, no, I need to really think of something is because I've been doing a lot of things that I wanted to do in life, but also I've been, I, I, it's not that I'm living life like a hundred percent to the fullest, like I'm diving out of uh, planes and bungee jumping, but I just feel like I've been utilizing my time to the best overall. Mm-hmm. And so when I turned 30, I remember to this day, I just came home, I sat on the couch and I was like, okay, I'm 30. And that's really how I feel like turning 35. I was like, okay, maybe I should have an 80s party. I don't know. <laughs> no, I will say though, also this year is, is unique, um, <laughs> at least. 
So it's, you know, um, my husband's birthday is in May and it snowed and it's never snowed. Um, and we're, we're, you know, in the Northeast. So it's, it's just not a thing. Like it doesn't snow in May, but it did like this 2020 is crazy. And I think one thing too is me and Tia's birthday is about a week apart. So for the last, I don't know, what is it, Tia? Probably like 10 years. Yeah. Um, every single year, what we decided to do was we decided let's not throw parties. Let's not go out to lunches with people. Let's go on our own little girl's birthday trip. And so that's what we did where we kind of just decided to do things for us and just celebrate our birthdays together and the way we wanted to do it. Um, so I, I can completely understand why 30 doesn't feel like this huge milestone, especially in 2020, where like you don't even know what time it is during the days or what day it is. So um, I, I don't know. I think 35 is a big deal. I, I personally love having like, you know, 35, 40, all these years feel big um, to me, but I can completely understand why this year, especially just... I don't even know how old I'm going to be. So, <laughs> and it's funny too, because, uh, so Caroline and I were talking about our birthdays around, I don't know, March, April, and we just knew coronavirus would not be as big of a deal come time of our birthdays. Like, yeah, you know, for, for sure in August, I mean, my birthday is the 31st it's the last day. So for sure, before the end of August will be cool. I don't feel yeah yeah like I don't feel comfortable going on a plane and it's it's just so funny we just knew and so there's a little bit of a heartbreak there I, I will definitely say that I, I would love to have done something for my birthday of my choice <laughs> okay um, so there's a bummer there but I just want to emphasize on uh, the fact that you can be okay in your 30s I, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups most of them are mainly women uh, Facebook groups. And I have seen posts from ladies as young as 23 years old feeling like they're doomed. You know, like, oh my God, I should do this. I should do that. And I'm almost, I'm like, whoa, slow down. So yeah, I, I just feel like as long as you are focusing on your, and I know personal growth may sound like a bit of a cliche now, call it what you want. Um, but if you really focus on that, and as Caroline was saying, just surround yourself with people who can create that safe space for you, then I, I will promise you when you turn 30, it's, it's not going to feel like this uh, massive uh, life shocker, or if you turn in 40 or 50, because I know there's some older people who listen to this podcast as well, or even if you're, say you're, you're 45 and you're thinking, oh, Tia, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm already in my 40s. I have known women who did not celebrate their birthdays and they were in their 50s. And they have read my um, first book and told me that they were inspired to celebrate their birthday again. And that's exactly what they did. So there's that spark that happens too when you start just realizing to appreciate the days as you go along and not worried about an, an age as, as a number per se. I love birthdays. I think I love my birthday. I love other people's birthday. You know, I think it's a perfect time, especially in adulthood, to really celebrate that person because 
you know, the older you get, especially guys, by the way, especially guys, the older you get, the less people emphasize your birthday. You know, when you're mm-hmm. like five or eight or, you know, 12, your mom throws you these extravagant parties and your friends come over and everyone just makes this day feel great for you. And then as you get older, it just kind of diminishes it. Um, you know, in your 20s, your friends will come out. And then when you're in your 30s, everyone comes out, but it's just not that same intensity. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I tend to think birthdays are amazing. So like, I'm all about get the big cake, have your friends over, um, you know, let's go on a trip, let's do whatever. Because, you know, you don't know how your life is affecting someone. And I think it's a great day to celebrate you coming into the world and brightening up someone's life. Oh, yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, And that is true. You never know how your life is going to be impactful to someone when when they see that. So, yeah, and I, I must say... I think it was a last year, year or the year before Caroline made me a birthday cake and it was all about house Ravenclaw. It was so awesome. Um, I think I posted on Instagram. I had to post it again. It was so delicious. And again, Ravenclaw, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so number four is story time. And I purposely put this in here because I wanted to think of a story and I, again, I wanted this to be off the cuff. So I have some stories in mind that I could tell that would be interesting. Maybe a lesson learned. Um, Caroline, do you have any stories that you think would be interesting? Uh, I got to tell you, there's just this one story and I probably told it the last time I was on here um, that just no matter what your birthday, it comes to mind. And um you know which one I'm talking about? Tugboat. Tugboat USA. No, I, I don't recall. No, you don't. The fifth. Do you, would you like me to refresh your memory? Um, you can, and I'll just walk away real quick and come back. <laughs> so, like I said, um, me and Tia had one year, we had like this birthday part. We both actually had birthdays where they were kind of like underwhelming, kind of stressful. Um, I had this birthday party where I had a number of my friends come out to New York City. And it was a really fun time. But most of the time, I felt like I was making sure everyone was having fun and I didn't have fun. And everyone walked away from that evening just really happy, had a lot of fun. But I just didn't have fun because the whole time I was making sure everyone else was taken care of, like a good host. But as far as like for my birthday, I just didn't feel... Like it was my birthday. I felt like I was hosting it for someone else. Um, and then I think that same year, Tia had had a birthday where it just kind of felt, I, I don't know, it just wasn't very fulfilling for you either that year. So the next year we decided we were going to go and do a girl's trip. And that's what we did for like the next 10 years. But this particular story is right around your birthday. Um, <laughs> Actually, two come to mind. One was we went to, so we're huge Harry Potter fans. I don't know if you're, uh, you're following knows this, but you're a huge Harry Potter fan. And we went to Harry, Tia, should I not tell this story? No, please. <laughs> don't tell it. I don't know. Oh, please go proceed. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'll keep it 
later, I guess. Um, we went to Harry Potter. I don't Potter. know. Tell it in its entirety. <laughs> we went to Harry Potter land, you know, Universal. And um, as I mentioned, our birthday was a week apart about. So during while we were in the Harry Potter portion, we were celebrating Tia's birthday. So we got her a little clip. Disney gives you, I'm sorry, Universal gives you this little clip that says it's your birthday, right? And it's really cute. Mostly, you know, kids wear it, but whatever, we're kids at heart. Um, so we're, we're, so Tia's wearing this pin that says, it's my birthday. And now every single line we go into, um, waiting for uh, like a ride, it's really cool because everyone starts singing her happy birthday. So it's really fun. And then at the end of the night, <laughs> we decide to go to the ice cream shop that's in Universal at Harry Potter Land. They have like these amazing flavors. Um, I forgot what it was called. Do you remember what it's called, T? Apple crumb, something like that. Well, they had this particular flavor we had tried earlier in the day called apple crumb. And Tia um, really wanted this ice cream. So it was like the end of the night. Everything was closing. And they weren't letting anyone in. And there was like a guard in front of the door. And I go, so Tia goes in line trying to get this ice cream. And the, the guard tells her, no, you can't go in. It's closed. So I was somewhere else taking photos of like all the magic. And Tia comes up to me with like the saddest puppy dog face. And I'm like, what's wrong, Tia? And she goes, they wouldn't give me ice cream. They won't let me in. <laughs> It was like, we were in our late 20s, and like, she went from being like, whatever it was, 28 or whatever, to being a six-year-old. Like, I'm so sad. <laughs> I had her come along with me, and I go to the uh, the security guard, and I go, you know, it's her birthday. Look at the pin. We're here all the way from Connecticut, and you know we're leaving tomorrow. And it's just she really wants this ice cream, and like the whole time Tia's like kicking her feet, looking at the floor. <laughs> I was in the distance, like <laughs> they're not gonna let me in. <laughs> I'm like she really wanted this ice cream, guys. Um, and the security guard goes, he just nods his head, like, all right, go in. And so I'm like, come on, T. She goes, huh? What? <laughs> and so we go into this ice cream shop, get her her ice cream. And like, everything's cool. We're walking out of Universal. And, you know, they do nightly fireworks. So the fireworks are going off. And I look over at Tia and she's just like all smiles and like loving life. And she goes, my husband, <laughs> my husband's going <laughs> to my husband's gonna have his work cut out for him because I'm gonna tell him my best friend got me ice cream on my birthday in Universal and he won't be able to <laughs> and I say he has to take me to the moon <laughs> I mean you guys this is literally over some ice cream <laughs> the thing is and Caroline knows this I am emotional when it comes to food like I will not eat certain people's foods, okay? So it's not that, it's not so much that I won't like try something new, is I don't trust you with my taste buds because I have a strong palate and it's, it's, it's just emotional for me. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't going to try this apple crumb. It was like apple something. I was just gonna go with vanilla and Caroline's go, no, you should try something new. You're all the way down here. I'm like, okay. And I loved it. <laughs> 
Uh, that was just the funniest. There was, I mean, we've, again, I can tell you way more stories from our birthday trips. Um, like one where Tia just like fell into the water. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, so, you know, but you know, like if we're going to do a lesson with it, the, the lesson with that ice cream story, I guess, is, you know, tenacity goes a long way. Ask the right person the right question in the right way and you'll get a yes, I guess. Don't be afraid to show your emotions, even if you're in public and you're 28 years old or 27, whatever age. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, but you, yeah, I mean, I guess it's the little things in life. But it was a, it was a. That was one of my stories. I yeah. am, but I'll, I'll let you. No, I, I really wish we had a, a camera that day to capture my facial expressions because I, I believe my facial expressions are Oscar worthy. I don't know. Just me put myself out there. Um. Uh. Let me see. What story do I have? I, well, I don't know, because there are so many cool um, times we had. One, one of my favorite stories was uh, when we just, and this is just the, the footnote version, where we, uh, we spent like the whole weekend eating Chinese food. <laughs> we were watching all these cool movies. And uh, it, it was so early on in our friendship. And I think that's why it stuck out is because like Caroline and I just clicked so well, so quickly. And I remember we just bought so much Chinese food. I don't even think we finished it all, but it was just so was much. I was, in Philly? I was in Philly at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were living um, off campus. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, I remember uh, like I was just sitting on the floor and uh like it was carpet and Karen I was on the couch and we were just looking at all this food like I just couldn't get over it was just so much food and we were just like laughing I don't know it was just one of those those times where um yeah sort of like the small things but also it was just such a, a um like a, a girl's like movie night but it just got extended <laughs> over the weekend and it was so off the cuff. And, and that's like one of my earliest memories of us like hanging out, but not even on purpose. It was just like, hey, you know, and we got so much Chinese food, which is not uh, something to regret. It was great food. But yeah, it was. And, and even now, what do we do? We watch Netflix now. It wasn't well, out back then. You came up for one of my birthdays and I had never watched Game of Thrones and we watched all the seasons and order Chinese food for every meal for a whole weekend. Yeah, it, and that's funny. It's just we we were cultivating our girls' weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's just like even now, like we would just order food and, and stay in, and we watched Witcher three times. We sure did in one weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think like that's just one of my my uh, earliest stories that I noticed still happens over the years. And it's just, uh, it's just a nice time because while I'm not getting emotional and, you know, like jogging up to you, like they won't let me in. Uh, it's a nice time because it's like that, that safe space where we just let our guards down. We're eating whatever we want. We're not, that's another, another thing too. When you get older, you're not going to be overly concerned with calories. Yeah. You'll get health conscious, but you're going to be like, you know what? Screw it. I want pizza. I'm getting pizza. I don't care. Um, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> At least for that story time. We have another one coming up. 
So next is vodka is my default. So I put that there because one thing I learned is that, and it, it sort of ties into number one, but it takes it to the next level, is that you have to be comfortable with people not liking you, with people changing and things like that. And I use that vodka is my default because one, I absolutely love vodka. So if you want to give me a gift, um, I send you my PO box. Um, I don't know if you can send vodka, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> and also vodka because it's more of a stronger drink, right? Um, sometimes people may go for something lighter to drink, like a cooler, because you can nurse it, you can be a little cutesy, whatever. I love vodka. It's, again, it's more of the stronger drinks. So what I'm saying here is it's okay to be that stronger personality or that stronger person even when you don't want to be, if, or if it's uncomfortable, if there's um, a falling out, there's an aspect of you that you have to let go. So take the shot of vodka, even if it's figuratively, and, and do what you need to do and be okay with that. It's funny you mentioned vodka because another birthday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what was it? It was, what, what was the rot that we were drinking from Iceland? Too? Oh, 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 Iceland, no, it, it was from the Netherlands. It was, um, uh, box, V-O-X, bolts, box. So guys, we picked up this vodka and like, again, our birthdays are not that far apart. Um, we went to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut for my birthday, but I think we were both celebrating, uh, but we picked up like this giant bottle of box and you know, we were in our early 20s, and so we wanted to get, like, a nice bottle, but, like, not crazy expensive. It was still, like, a little pricey, and we picked up this, like, what was it? Was it, like, triple distilled or four times distilled? Was that right, too? Five times. Five times. Five times. All right, so, like, five, this, five, five times distilled. <laughs> this vodka tasted like water, right? Because good vodka is supposed to be odorless, tasteless, and colorless, and this checked all of that out. And all I remember from that night is I had a great time. I'm a big gin girl, but I was drinking vodka. It was good. It was great vodka. Tia literally drank like half a bottle of that. Like it was water. I kept thinking she was drinking water and it was just cupfuls of vodka. So when she says vodka is her default, believe it. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, yeah, that was a fun birthday. And um, that was actually uh, pre-tattoo Tia. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was just before I got my tattoos and other, no, yeah, just yeah, before I got my tattoos. Um, yeah. I, and I like using that example because I think especially um, as women, sometimes it's uncomfortable to speak up. It's uncomfortable to be that stronger person that we had to drum up within us. And, you know, just like vodka, you know, if you do it, you know, smoothly, you're, you're still effective. <laughs> you get your point across. <laughs> that was a fun birthday. And, and the final thing I'll say about that is, you know, it doesn't have to be vodka, right? That, that's my example. You could be, you know, whiskey is my default. I'm just using this to reel in that it's, again, it's okay for you to be a little bit rough around the edges, to just be direct, 
there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Even, um, well, I don't drink nearly as much as I used to. I guess it's not completely true. Well, yeah, no, I definitely don't drink nearly as much as I used to. Don't lie to you guys. If she really <laughs> wants to, like, I'm, I'm, she's not an alcoholic. She doesn't drink on a day to day, but she can drink. She most recently was drinking with her younger brother's friend, who's like in his mid 20s, drunk this boy under the table where she woke up the next day fine and he was just, he had a hangover did he not yeah so uh well i guess this is a mini story time uh yeah so you know especially since the pandemic i've been having more dance parties and so my dance parties i really uh started just because i love music and then when i would have my nieces over i would create a playlist i would get glow sticks and we would have our own little dance parties so my, and I call him my brother because he's my brother's best friend. Uh, he was like, I want to have a dance party. I'm like, okay, well, let's do it. So we had a dance party and I had Belvedere vodka because that's just, I have more vodka than anything else in the house. So we're dancing. We got on nightclub. I mean, we were hot. So we went to the door to get air, everything. We were getting low. We were, we were just dancing. We were having so much fun and laughing. So the next day, I'm on the phone with Caroline and out of nowhere I hear, I, I'm not going to do the whole sound because I don't want to ruin you guys' eardrums, but you know, that gagging noise that ugh, you hear right before you vomit. And I told Caroline, oh my God, I think Lamar's throwing up. <laughs> and this poor guy will no longer drink with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he will not even look at the bottles of vodka I have in the house. He says, no. I told him, I said, well, next time, he said, there won't be a next time. <laughs> he looked at me, there's not going to be a next time. So what I'm saying is you can still be spiritual and drink your vodka. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just um, just know that it's, it's okay. I even had to do it today where I had to, well, twice this week, uh, I had to really push back and I'll get more into that later on, but I had to really just like turn up the volume a notch and it, it worked out for me. So uh, one, I'm still waiting for a response. The other one, it worked out for me. So again, just don't be afraid to be that vodka. Don't be afraid to be a little stronger. Be on your own timelines, number six. So I put this in there because, again, this goes back to um, what I see in the Facebook groups. I'm fortunate enough, and I've, I've heard this from several people, and I'm fortunate enough that I don't hear these words from my family. Well, so. So my mom wants grandchildren and I will one day love to bless her with grandchildren. But there are other people who have heard things like, you know, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? And, you, and like, there's so much pressure. So I'm here to tell you that it's okay to be on your own timeline. I've, I've known coworkers who got married in their late thirties and they gave birth in their forties. And I've known uh, people who bought a house when they were 19 years old. Like when I first started my job, this one guy came up to me. He's like, I bought my first duplex when I was 19. And he was telling all these stories. So I just want to remind people that, again, once you hit 30, don't think the world's coming to the end, to an end. And you have to, you know, be with someone who you kind of sort of like that you have to uh, like be a certain way, look a certain way, get something, do something really focus on yourself and be on your own timeline. And I'm telling you, telling you, you'll be so much more happier. And especially when it comes to someone who you like or kind of sort of love, 
really take your time because what I have noticed, and I can only count on my hands, the amount of people who've been with their high school sweethearts got married and they're still happy. Besides that, your preference changes. And trust me, you do not want to be like some of these people I come across who are just miserable and married. So please be on your own timeline with anything. Well, I want to, I want to say a couple of things about that. So, you know, there's a couple, so two things with that, you know, I think I, I'm sure everyone has seen this meme that's been going around that was like, you know, graduating from college at 30 is still an accomplishment. Buying a house at 45 is still an accomplishment. So, you know, to Tia's point, these accomplishments, like, and goals, whatever they are for you, it doesn't matter when you accomplish them, they're still major. Starting your own business that's thriving, even if you're in your 50s, like Colonel Sanders was, I don't remember how old, but he's like, yeah. like well past retirement. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's, all these accomplishments are still huge accomplishments and you can revel in that and on your own timeline and you need to be strong enough to know what they are and what you want to accomplish by when. Um, But I will say one word of caution, make sure if you're on your own timeline, that it's what you've decided to do. Don't use that as a crutch or as a way to, um, procrastinate. Um, You know, it's very easy, I think, especially when you're trying to achieve some big results to say, well, I'll do it on my timeline as a, as kind of a crutch of when you get started. Just if you, you know, be on your own timeline, but don't use that as a way to kind of procrastinate. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so easy, easy to do that and not realize it. So yeah, definitely. So maybe it could be something like, I remember years ago, uh, it was me, you and and Dre, Dre's her husband. We were at um, North 3rd. And I remember saying like my top five, like important things at the time. And I remember, I remember like getting my license was number four or five. And then a couple of years later, I finally got my license. I'm like, okay, yeah, like, like now it's just like my thing. So I, I think too, to have like, your top three, your top four, your top five, even if you have to move one up a notch, move one down, down a notch because of life situation. I think that's helpful too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So your accomplishments can be accomplished at any time in your life and uh, you need to dictate that, but make sure you hold yourself accountable. Yes. Yes. Which also goes back to number one, when you, or yeah, number one and number two, when you surround yourself with the people and you work on yourself, then the goals that you set will work out better for you because as Caroline was saying, it's not a crutch, you know, you got to really be conscious of that. And then um, when you do achieve it, it's even sweeter because you did it for yourself and not because you felt, you know, pressure or because you weren't paying attention. And now it's just like, oh my gosh, what happened? So yeah, those are very, very good points. And number seven, make a decision, stance, or push back. So with this, when I was talking to um, another friend the other day, and we were actually having a discussion about decision-making and how when people make decisions, well, I use women, for example, because this is what we had noticed. 
people get surprised when women make a decision and they're firm about it, or they just make a, a decision from the jump. They're not indecisive. It's okay to make decisions, even if it doesn't pan out the way you want it to, but you have to take a stance, which is why I stance a second. When you make a decision, you're taking a stance. Things can change, but the older you get, you really don't want to waste time being indecisive about what you want. And I'm not talking about, oh, I don't know if I want, you know, Chinese food or pizza tonight. You can eventually make that decision. But I mean, like things that really are going to impact you, you have to really take a few steps back and ascertain if this is something that you truly want. Or even if it's something short term, start to think about, okay, well, you know what, this is short term, it may become long term, but I'm going to make a decision to try this out. Um, and even with that, the, the flip side to that is don't be afraid to push back. Like I was saying earlier, I had this issue uh, earlier today where uh, some per- a person got really indignant towards me and I pushed back. I was not accepting that, but I was also professional about it, but I made my, my, uh, my stance quite clear. And that person came back and apologized. So, and I didn't accept the apology yet. That person needs to feel the sting. <laughs> also, being spiritual does not mean you say, okay, right away. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to put that out there because sometimes the older some people get, they tend to cave in because they feel like, oh, well, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 50. So what's the point now? So just, just keep that in mind. You, can st- you still have the right to make decisions, take stances, and push back. Yep. I, I think just with that too, you know, one thing that, so I've always been in a leadership role since I was very young in all, all aspects of my career. And, you know, I think there is like some growth that you can do while you're in these leadership roles um, on how to interact with people, you know, especially being a woman, um, being in a leadership role can be a little difficult because you have to um, constantly assert yourself and make sure you're heard. And I think for men, sometimes it's a little easier to be heard or, you know, but at the same time, one thing I've noticed, and this is really from my husband, he's just really good at not reacting immediately. Like, And so, you know, I think there's always a way to push back and take a stance. Um, But understand that you're, if you're comfortable with yourself um, or you can even think being comfortable with yourself, but just know that you have the power to do all these things. So sometimes you don't have to get loud or um, Mm -hmm. like rude because at the end of the day, you have the tools to remain calm and, you know, say what you want to say and be heard. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of repeating yourself. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to get loud or, you know, nasty. Sometimes you could just say, no, this is what I think. Right. I hear you, but no, this is what we're going to do. Just the constant reiteration of what your point is will also help get it across. Absolutely. Like the saying goes, um, and I'm paraphrasing a bit here. If you speak when you're angry, you'll make the best speech you'll regret. 
And I'll say it again. If you speak when you're angry, you'll make the best speech you'll regret. And it's true to take a, a few steps back before you respond. That's why I made sure I made it professional. <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes people need to understand like, no, this is, this is not, this is not okay. You're going to have to rethink what you're saying and uh, get back to me when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. Resubmit that, you know, take, take a little walk, go outside, come back and start all over again. <laughs> oh, and, and you know, life will give you plenty of opportunities if you get it wrong the first time to practice until you get your delivery perfect. <laughs> Life will most definitely do that. Oh my goodness. And uh, so another story time. So I, I was thinking of a few things. I was thinking of, and again, I'm, I know you have some great stories that I probably deleted from memory. <laughs> um, but I, I was thinking of the time where I felt, so we were watching, um, was her frontier with Jason Momoa and I was watching it I fell asleep and so you know how you feel like someone's standing over you but you don't want to open up your eyes you're just like oh no I feel this presence <laughs> so I and and okay so we caught the lights it's like movie theater right so I just felt this presence and and whenever I go to see two sidebar I don't remember where I'm at and I tell another story too where I just like oh my god where am I so I don't know exactly where I'm at and I had to remind myself so I'm just like okay I feel a presence I don't know where I'm at okay open up my eyes a little bit and there's Caroline over me but imagine like T-Rex hands where she just like "Eh," because she was trying to walk up to cut the TV off no no no. you are not telling the story right what (laughs) happened was this was another time T had come up to visit me we had ordered Chinese food earlier in the day and one of the things we actually love to do, because we actually don't live in the same state, um, is whenever like we visit each other, what we do is we kind of eat a lot, we watch like shows and movies, and just like talk and hang out, and it's usually very relaxed. But we tend to stay up very late, and a lot of the time we're just watching TV, um, you know, just eating, hanging out, talking. It's just a fun time. But it goes really late. So it was like 3.30 in the morning at this time. Um, We had watched all the movies. We had eaten all the food. And I was like, I'm going to go to sleep. And my my bedroom at the time uh, shared a wall with the living room. And Tia was like, well, you're going to go to sleep. That's cool. I'm going to stay here and watch TV. Now, the reason I was going to sleep is because we were both passed out and Tia was snoring. So I knew she was sleeping. So I go, okay, well, I'm going to go to sleep. Do you mind just turning the TV off? And she goes, yeah. So I'm in my bedroom. I can hear the TV. It's like four o'clock in the morning. I can hear Tia snoring. And I'm like, I'm just going to go out and turn the TV off. But I didn't want to wake her. So I had to walk past the couch she was sleeping on. But I wanted to be very slow because I didn't want to wake her. So I'm walking by and um, I, <laughs> I like stopped midway before I got to the TV and I like looked down and her eyes opened up and I just stopped because I'm like, Oh my God, that's creepy. Tia's eyes are like wide open looking at me. <laughs> and meantime, she was like freaked out because she thought I was a ghost. So neither one of us are moving. And we're like, 
and then like I was just like okay I have to say something like if she's possessed I need to run away I was like are you okay <laughs> and I'm looking up like oh my god what is that because her the, the thing is is her eyes and I, I know I said her eyes are looking at me but her eyes like popped open but she wasn't looking at me she was staring straight at the tv so it really freaked me out because I'm like something's wrong here <laughs> and in her head was like I'm not looking over because what if it's a ghost <laughs> yep I was looking right at the tv I was like I see something here but I'm not going to look at it <laughs> and then after all of this she goes oh yeah I'm awake <laughs> yeah, I'm up now <laughs> yeah so moral to that story is um, I need to turn the volume down low and um, Caroline going to have to wear earplugs and life uh, is good. Wait, how did you start with the story? I don't even remember how we got here. Uh, I just said story time and I just, I started off with um, <laughs> how uh, we were watching Frontier with Jason Momoa and how I felt a presence and yeah. then uh, I was explaining the way your arms looked and then that's when you said you're not telling the story right which yes you you definitely told the story better and remember things that I didn't yeah because you just made it sound like I just was like, no it was like four o'clock in the morning yeah I, I didn't realize it was that late I just knew that you wanted to turn the tv off I don't remember why I wanted to turn it off either because I think maybe because I don't know. I don't it's remember. It's probably just loud. You know, like it's probably, it probably was normal volume, but at 4.30 in the morning, it's loud. Yeah, that's probably seems right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, one day it's going to be a movie and it's going to be a cult classic and people are going to have um, their favorite lines or scenes and it's going to be talked about for years to come. And that's going to be one the of the nice things about having a best friend, guys, is you have a human journal. Because some of the things that she tells me, I don't remember. And some of the things she tells, you know, vice versa. So it's really nice to have a human. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> trying to think if I have another story. Well, I, I know well, I, what I was going to say about uh, the waking up situation is one time I was over um, <laughs> Vanessa's house, which is her cousin, and I didn't know that she had invited people over. We were out drinking, dancing, having fun, and I fell asleep on the couch, which is no surprise there. But so when I fell asleep, it was hip hop music playing. And I think she said, OK, T, like, I'll, I'll be right back, something like that. So when I wake up, it was techno music and there was people in the, in the apartment that weren't there, but I had my coat over my head. So I heard was like, I'm like, where did I go? <laughs> I was just like, you know, you hear like the techno, you know, it's like, oh my God. I'm like, did we go to another state or something? Where did we go? So I pull, so I slowly pulled the coat down from over my head and it's these two people who I've never seen before in my life. They're dancing in a circle. They're like, woo, 
yeah. I, was like, this? I don't remember this. Yeah, you, you weren't there that weekend. It was me and Vanessa. And I to this day, I still don't know who those two people oh, were. Okay, I wasn't there because I was like, I don't remember that. No, yeah, we were just hanging out. I don't know who, who these two people were that she invited over, but she wasn't there. Well, she was in the bathroom. I didn't know that, but they had switched to techno music. They're dancing in a circle. They got drinks in their hands and they're just going, woo, yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, like, where am I? And what, like, where did I go? Like, I was so confused and scared at the same time. And then Vanessa came out like, <laughs> Were you at her house? Where were you? Yeah, I, I was at, at her apartment. Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so weird and, and very like, oh my God, where, 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 where did I go? Because we will always go out. Like we wouldn't stay in one place. I was just like, did I just go somewhere and fall asleep? But I don't, I don't tend to fall asleep. So I was just like, what happened? It, it was very weird. Funny looking back at it, but I would never forget that. It, it went from hip hop to techno and Vanessa was gone. It was two random people dancing with beer cans in it. It was weird, but funny looking back. <laughs> that sounds scary. I don't think I've ever heard that story. <laughs> no no it, it was fine it was just like wow okay so I have this thing now where I'm just like where am I all right yeah I am here where I was where I'm where I'm familiar with what I'm familiar with jeez I don't remember that <laughs> good times good times I guess so We've had a lot of fun birthdays. Um, how do you feel about like the fact that uh, like does this birthday count to you? Does it count or does it not count? Oh, that's a good question. Does it count? Um, uh, I guess yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's pandemic birthday, so I guess it's it's a weird weird birthday in that regard. Um, yeah, it counts. Uh, I'm, I am going to go out to lunch, um, maybe get a full body massage, but I guess, yes, yes. So you know what? Short answer is yes, it counts because I'm going to do exactly, well, not exactly. I'm doing some of the things that I want to do for my birthday with people who like to be around me. So yes, it counts. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah crazy times um i have a little bonus bullet point here to allow mystery magic into your life and part of that is really about the unknown just sometimes and it's not just about going with the flow it's more so of building blocks just put one foot in front of the other do what what you think is right based on the information you have at the time and allow some things to unfold. One thing I learned over the years is just when I think I've learned enough to go forward, I had to sit down and observe and then the magic happens. For example, like someone will come into my life and, and I'll learn a lesson or uh, I'll come across a book or I overhear a conversation. It's like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. Or maybe I'll try that out. So you know, a lot had to happen. You know, I'm huge on spirituality as part of the title of this podcast. You know, so, you know, get connected on that level and, and, and you'll see how a lot of things 
work out in your favor, even when it looks like it's not. And The Rock talked about that one time where he was um, he was in the, the NFL, but uh, Canadian NFL or something like that. He was telling he was saying anyway. He was in the football league, and he busted his knee or something to that extent. And so that was the end of his football career. What happened was his dad ended up teaching him uh, the ropes of the wrestling world. And we all know how that turned out. So the rock was basically saying that not joining the football league was the best thing that never happened. Mm -hmm. So are you basically saying expect everything? Actually, there's a quote that I heard that was, you know, I'm going to get it wrong. So bear with me. It was more like, stop looking at life as something that's happening to you. Start looking at life as something that's happening for you. Mm. And that perspective will help you kind of swallow the bad stuff a little easier because then you look at it like, okay, I don't know why this happened, but uh, maybe it's steering me to something better. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that goes along the lines of what you're saying. And, you know, there's a lot of things that maybe you want that don't happen, but maybe it's not happening because it's pushing you towards something better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, and sometimes you, you'll never know what you dodge per se. Um, <clears throat> Cause it's just, what's the point in, in, in some cases it's just, spirit or divine matrix whatever you want to call it just said you know go left instead of right and you just trusted that and that go left instead of right appears in a lot of ways your friend may call you out the blue and say hey hey john you know hey hey jenny what about well we're probably not gonna do this now but go go to the shore for the weekend or something like that you're like you know what all right i was gonna stay in this weekend but sure and and you go down there and you meet a, a, a person who ended up becoming your business partner or your lover or a mentor. You never know. Or you going down there is exactly what someone else need, needed to see. You living your life, as Caroline was saying earlier, just became an inspiration to someone else. Maybe you wore something that stuck out to them. Maybe you, you laughed a certain way or you said something. So you can also be a message for someone else. Yeah, there's so many things going on every day. You don't even know who's looking at you. Um, we don't, this is a little silly, but we don't have blinds in our kitchen. Um, we just, we bought a place and we just haven't had a chance to do that yet. But um, at night, especially, you could see right into our house. And you don't know who's looking at what we're doing a lot of renovations and some of our neighbors are like coming over and like, Oh, what renovations are you doing? And the reason is because they're observing us and we don't even know it. So my point being is you don't know who's looking into you. Um, and you don't know how you're affecting them. Very true. Yeah, so that that's what I have about, you know, turning 35. I was about to say 30 because, again, I stopped counting at 25. Um, about turning 35, uh, I, I don't feel like there's anything crazy. That's probably because I'm not celebrating it 100% the way I want to. But 
hey, I guess that's a, a good problem to have. I'm not going to complain about it. Just making a note of it. Uh, and, and I just want to ease other people's minds when it comes to their birthdays. I know it's sensitive for a lot of people. It brings up numerous memories and, and feelings, but I just want you to know that you have the right to celebrate your birthday as you please. You don't really have to justify it. Um, but also just take some notes to do some self-reflection. Like this was a bit of a self-reflection for me as well. And, and it's, it's a fun thing to do because especially when you have <clears throat> someone like your best friend to remind you of things and, and talk about things and bring different perspectives to things, it just helps <clears throat> overall. And then you can pass this, this information along to someone else. So that's what I have about turning 35 birthdays overall and just looking at the various aspects of your life. Wonderful. Do you have any questions about anything for me about you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's, it's sort of like when people ask me, hey, where, where's, where's a, a good place in Philly to get this or that? I, it's just so many. I, I don't know. I don't have a, a direct answer. Um, let me see. Uh, okay. How about this? What's, what's a, a big change or some of the, some of the major changes you have seen from the time in, in me, from the time we met to now? Uh, well, it's actually going back to your number one, um, your number one point here, which was accept yourself and who you are. Uh, when we first met, we were in our early 20s. So actually, I was reflecting on this today about how long we've actually known each other. Um, it's been almost like close to 15 years now. Uh, but 14, 13, 14, something like that. But when I first met you, um, I think there were a lot of aspects about yourself that you kind of kept hidden. Um, and through the years, I think partially because of our, you know, our bond and our friendship, you've really changed. So I'll go through a number of things. First, just, um, you know, when we first met, you weren't, you were into spirituality, but you wouldn't talk about it. So just that growth itself is huge because, you know, you went from being kind of like a closeted spiritual person to kind of really embracing it. And like, that's part of your main identity now whereas before it was just this little and you know and I like spirituality but it was even something you didn't tell people so that growth has really been there and um now like spirituality is basically who you are as your first part of your personality um also just like physically uh you know when I first met you you were wearing glasses um you know, you hadn't really embraced like any makeup, not that you had to, but you hadn't played around with it. Um, you were really, I think part of you was trying to, since you hadn't completely accepted this, like that you love spirituality and how big of a thing that was for you. I think you were trying to stay smaller than you were. And I think throughout these last, last you know, 13 years, whatever it is, um, you've really kind of accepted who you are and have also started standing out more, you know, you slowly changed your appearance. 
um, and allowed yourself to like be your full glowing self. Um, and you know, when we first met, you would, you know, people would always assume you were very, uh, like they would be nervous going up to you cause they would just think that you're mean, but now you, <laughs> when you're in the corner, you're still standing with this huge smile. So I think your whole, everything has kind of, you know, done a 180. And I think it's really about, since I met you, you've really started to not just accept yourself, but embrace it and kind of share it more than you've ever done. Yeah. Um, yeah, there have been a, a lot of uh, changes. And it's funny because I didn't, I didn't know that my face was just so like, leave me alone. I, I understood where that came from after self-reflection but yeah and it's funny because I was just saying this in in uh, another episode I recently recorded was that I didn't look in the mirror often I just didn't feel the need to I just thought as long as I was clean you know wear clothes that matched (laughs) I was good and I was actually a little resistant to even try makeup I remember my aunt Bonnie trying to get me to wear a contact lens year before and I was like no I can never do that and I remember when my mom was teaching me to put on eyeliner, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get this right. So it, it also has to do with some, some uh, thought, uh, what do you call it? Your, um, your thought process um, that, that you have, have to deal with because depending on what you want to focus on, like I was saying, academics, things like that, a lot of other, other things get turned down, but they don't have to. And, and, I'm so glad that I feel comfortable enough to speak up about spirituality because it is such a huge part in my life. So yeah, thank you for, you know, bringing that up because that's something that can easily be forgotten how far someone has come when they're still working on them, themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think though, like, it's just, it's nice to see that kind of, you know, I think when you started I remember the first time, it's probably one of those Chinese food filled weekends, you brought over like a deck of tarot cards or angel cards. And you were like, do you want me to pull your cards? I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do this. And um, I think that was like one of the first times you shared that. And I, I feel like that was like a big step for you because not a lot of people knew that you were into things like that. Yeah, yeah. And and the funny thing is, I just purchased another deck. And I was like, when I come over, I'm going to show Caroline my new deck. <laughs> well, there you go. There. No, I do think um, kind of embracing that really helped you open up too. Yeah, yeah. And and um, also, and I don't know if I, I said this on a podcast before, but I used to hang around a lot of guys, just like, you know, casually and things like that. And so when Caroline stepped in, she was the first female friend I had in a while. So, you know, opening up, being vulnerable is something that had to happen over time, but definitely wasn't something I expected to happen. So that was one of the the more beautiful things that blossomed in our friendship was that vulnerability factor. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I I hope people find friends that uh, do that and don't settle for friends who don't do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't, don't do that. Don't ever (laughs) do that. Uh, Well, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show and 
sharing stories and all that jazz. Do you have any final thoughts, comments about anything we talked about? Hmm. Final thoughts and comments. I don't know. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Um, just uh, happy birthday. You're, you're, uh, you're 35 now. 10 years from now, you'll be 45. <laughs> we'll still be doing the same old stuff, eating uh, Chinese food and watching maybe the, like, hopefully 10th season of The Witcher. Who knows? Who knows? Or um, spinoffs of Harry Potter, Harry Potter's children, something like right. that. I wonder what, what's his name? I wonder what he's going to look like in 10 years because he's pretty hot now, but 10 years from now, I don't know. Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. Was it Cavill? Cavill, yeah. There you go. There you go. I mean, well, you know, a little bit of Botox here, a little fillers there. No worries. No worries. (laughs) Well, happy birthday. Um, I will see you maybe soon. Um, And uh, look up for something in the mail, but it might not get there when it's supposed to. So (laughs) we'll just have to wait and see when it gets there. It'll be here between now and December. So, <laughs> we'll be there at some point. Who knows? <laughs> well, thank you again for coming on. It was always a pleasure. It's always fun. Always a pleasure. Always insightful. And oh, wait, before we go, I have I have a couple things. So, oh, yeah. if, you're, if your uh, listeners want to get your gift, there are two things or three things she really loves. She loves vodka. She loves Domino's. And she likes bird of paradise flowers. Yes, they're my favorite flowers. Actually, one last story. So <laughs> when Caroline went to ask um, her maid of honors, would you be my, my part of my, my bride squad? She brought over a pizza. And <laughs> she goes, hey, like, as she's walking in, in my house, she's like, hey, did, did you order pizza? I'm like, no, but I'm slowly taking the pizza from her. She goes, you sure you didn't order any pizza? I'm like, no, I didn't, but I'll take it. <laughs> and I just thought about that with the uh, Domino's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah, you can you can definitely um, get on my good side with that. I will take gladly take pizza. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> As always, I'm rooting for you. Be kind to yourself, and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you, and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.